Screw you, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> F you, Brian. <laughs> This is Alex Sturgeon with the uh, Hobbytown Hobbyplex, and uh, with me as always, I'm Will Brinton, and uh, we're here to do the Hobbyplex Show podcast. If you're watching us on the YouTube channel, uh, leave a chat, make sure you give a like, um, subscribe if you haven't done so. As always, per the rules, per our own rules, if uh, we answer questions at the end, but if you want something, if you got something pressing on your mind and you want us to discuss it or to answer it, leave a super chat. Super chat. And interrupt the show, and then we'll interrupt the show and go with it. So, yeah, give us some money. We're on Patreon too. We haven't picked up any new ones. It's still uh, Peter Renault, Jason Haley, Steve Eichler, and uh, Nick Nuthouse. Yay! Yeah, thanks, guys. We have some uh, some stuff in the works for some exclusive content. I can't announce it yet, but I'm pretty excited about it. Did you talk to those guys? I've talked to one of them. Yeah. Oh, really? Just tell me who it was. Yeah, I'll tell you who it was. Do I know him? Yeah, you know him. Do I like him? I think so, yeah. Oh, that's cool. All right. Uh, as always, this show is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. Mention our show, and uh, when you're getting a home loan to refinance, and you can get yourself one point one point point two wait one point one two five off your interest rate. I really bungled that one, didn't I? Or uh, Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, $500 lender credit, either or. You don't get both. You get to choose which one. And uh, use it towards your next uh, homeowner refinance. I'd go for that eighth of a percent off your overall. Get a hold of Don Zoller or uh, Aiden Olson's dad. Yeah, call Aiden Olson's dad. Just call him. Say hi. You know, just call him. And be like, is this Aiden Olson's dad? And they'll be like, yeah, it is. And you're like, okay, I was just checking. And then hang up. That'd be really funny. Yeah. He drops our sponsorship because he stopped. He started getting harassed at work. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> just my luck I was watching an episode of South Park where they had a, an, a phone number for like a ranger station or something that was like an actual phone number or no it wasn't a, it was like a business in Colorado it was like the actual phone like company's number I called it and it was like after hours and they didn't answer but like somebody must have made him mad <laughs> did you see where Kevin Hart posted uh, Nick uh I can't remember his last name. Who's the guy? Nick Cannon's actual cell phone number in Las Vegas. Really? Why? <laughs> something about something about baby daddies and something else. <laughs> like, was he mad at him? No, it was like a joke. Oh, like a prank. That's funny. That is pretty funny. Hang on a second, because I got to I'm going to I've been waiting to do this. I brought my own ice thing. It's filled with ice. Which is really, okay, I had a really funny story before I do this. So I'm filling this thing up with ice in my refrigerator, right? And my cat, Roxy, she loves, she whenever the ice thing, like if I can't find her, all I got to do is go over to the thing and hit the ice machine. And she comes running because these little ice things every once in a while fall on the floor. And then she sits there and plays with it. So instead of buying her toys, all we got to do is like just drop ice on the floor and she'll play with it for like until it melts. So I'm sitting there filling this up and all of a sudden the ice stops coming out. And I'm like, what's going on? And then I like, then I it, it sounds like it's still going. I'm like, oh crap. And so then I grab the thing. And I pull it and then all of a sudden all this ice falls out of it. So there's probably like twice as much ice as this on my floor right now at home. I tried to clean up as much as I could, but I was also running late. And so you just left. Yeah. Gretchen's going to come home and she's going to find a wet floor and wonder what in the world went on. And she's probably going to bring them on Emerson, Emerson, which is, uh, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, he deserves it. Yeah, he does. Hang on. 
And the only reason why I brought ice because this is not really that cold. And uh, I got I got a thing for cold kickstart now. It's got to be cold. Hey, pass me a kickstart. <sighs> I had a rough weekend. Yeah, you did. Saturday was okay. Because it was a summer series yeah. race and we had a good turnout and everybody everybody left happy. So Yeah, you gotta, you gotta go home happy. Sunday was pretty rough. Did you feel good on Sunday? What do you mean? Well, like I was like I woke up cranky. I I woke up just in a really bad mood on Sunday. You just like woke up holding the baseball bat, breaking stuff. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> really? I no. mean, I woke up and I'm. I woke up and I was late. I wanted to go to that crawler event. Yeah. And I I woke up late. And uh, I was fine. I I went to lunch with my mom at Buzzard Billy's in downtown Lincoln. Hmm. Uh, yeah, my wife woke me up like, uh, because I didn't go to bed until like two, after I got home from uh our misadventure of going out to eat. I felt bad for you because you had to drive a whole another hour to get home. Yeah. I don't have anywhere to be. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Oh, yeah, whatever, yeah. Like, <laughs> no I'm sure it's, deal. I'm sure it's like this everywhere, but I mean, this is two weeks in a row now. Is it two weeks in a row or no? It, Cause I was in uh, Wichita, which seemed, didn't seem to have that big of a problem. I mean, Twin Peaks was pretty well staffed down there, but, um, oh, hell yeah. The week before that, we tried to go to Hooters up here and we couldn't remember. We couldn't get seated. Like, like, you, I didn't want to go. And then, and then Justin, you, Stevie, and I waited three hours to get just just to order. Yeah, like and we sit at the bar and like we had menus, and every time the waitress would walk by, we we're just like, "Hey, we can order whenever you feel like taking an order." You know, no big deal. And like we just kept kept doing that, and we were there for like two hours, and him and I had already drank like three or four giant beers, <laughs> and so we were like, we we're like, "Well, we're here, man. Like we're getting some dang wings. I don't, I don't care how long it takes now." Yeah, and so I. I think we left there at one dude. Nope. I got home. I got home at like two. So, and so this is after the gas truck series yeah. after the truck series. Yeah. So like we were already there we got there at like, <laughs> we got there at like six o'clock, seven. <laughs> we Cause I, I called you and Just I'm like, Hooters. I called Just you and I'm like, I don't, drink beer. I don't really feel like going. And you're like, no, come on. You got to come out. And I'm like, ah, fine. So I, I asked Gretchen if she wanted to eat with us. Cause she always gets mad that I never ask her if, if she wants to come out with us. So I like, Hey, you want to go to Hooters with us? And she's like, not really. And I'm like, well, too late. I'm coming home to get you. And so they're waiting for me and we get there and you had said, I remember you had told me, you're like, we haven't even been seated yet. Just go ahead and come on out. You're not missing anything yet. I, you're like, they'll probably get us a table just at the time you get here. Yeah. And and so I got there and you were still in the bar, you and Justin, and we walk over and we stood there for like a half hour and it was pretty clear that there was not going to be a table for us anytime soon. Well, the thing that was funny, like we had the buzzer, like, you know, the, the little thing that goes off and it's like, Hey, your table's ready. Like whatever. Like I, uh, I asked the, gal was like hey we're just gonna this hasn't gone off in like four hours so we're just gonna eat at the bar eventually and <laughs> and she was like she was like oh okay cool yeah i don't even know how these things work we just hand them out like <laughs> I, I, like, <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know how to activate it or nothing like <laughs> just like, people just come up and ask us if their table's ready we're like oh yeah perfect timing i was like, <laughs> I was like wow what an illusion the smoke and mirrors Man. in this place <laughs> that could have just been her. I don't know. I maybe we we go to this Applebee's two weeks later because we're like, oh wait, 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 hold on. So 
so the last round or two rounds of the summer series ago, Alex Vanderbeek, Dustin Hosick, uh, Jackson, and I go to Hooters, and it's the Colin McGregor fight night. Yeah, and so we go there, and we're like, "Hey, we're like, there's a table outside. Wait, we I just like eat outside." On. How many how many dudes were there in horrible bedazzled shirts? Oh, a lot. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so like, so we're like, so well, okay, so let me back up. Four weeks before that, I think <laughs> maybe maybe even like. I don't remember when it was like Kyle, Andy and I, or whatever. It's like the last time I'd been at Hooters and there was a UFC fight and there was three or two or something like that of the matches where somebody broke their leg. Yeah. 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 Like yeah this yeah, guy yeah, broke yeah, his knee. Yeah. Dude broke his it was leg. Silver. Uh, uh, whatever yeah. his name is named silver. I don't know. Yeah. Not a so, UFC. So that, I don't follow you. Yeah. So that happened like right in a row. And I'm like laughing like, <laughs> you see that? Look at his leg break. Anyway. So, Fast forward to next, whatever. So we're sitting there, Colin McGregor fights on, can't get a table. We're sitting at a table. We can't be served because apparently they can't do that. I don't yeah, know. Yep. So I go in, I'm like, Hey, can I get a, like a soda or something and take outside? And like the guy, the guy said, I can't have beer outside. And they're like, all right, yeah, here's soda. So they gave us free pop, whatever. So we go outside, we're sitting at the table, Colin McGregor's fights on, or like we're, there's like the fight before it and they're fighting and stuff and punching each other and whatever. And, so I, I, it's been like 45 minutes. I go in, I'm like, hey, how's the table looking? They're like, well, nobody's left yet. They're probably waiting for the Colin McGregor fight. It'll probably be after the Colin McGregor fight. And I was like, okay, cool. Hopefully he breaks his leg like the last time we were here. And <laughs> like 10, 10 people broke their leg and all these people go home. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. He broke his leg in the first round. <laughs> and I was like, yes, we get a table and food. Like as soon as he broke his leg, like I was like, I think I leaned over to Jackson or Dustin. I was like, this guy's gonna break his leg. You know he's gonna break his leg, right? And it's like, fuck, his dang leg snapped off. So anyway, so that's amazing. Uh, that was the that was a Colin McGregor Hooters experience. Did I finish my last Hooters experience? Yeah, I think I did. And then we're moving on to Applebee's. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so we had uh, we had a really good day, summer series, and. uh we all decide that we're going to go out to eat Emerson. I'm like, Emerson, you need to take me out to dinner because yeah, he, for the most part, kept to himself all day. But the times that he didn't, he was like, he came into my booth as the race has started the mains. And he's like, do you need anything? And I'm like, yeah, I need you to go sauce my tires. So I don't have to waste time and go in there and do it myself. I said, just sauce my rears and then take whatever you, the residues left and just do my fronts. And uh, that was like three races before my race was up, which is about right for timing. My race comes up, I go inside and my tires are bone dry. He didn't do it. And Ooh. so then I had sauce in my tires for maybe f- a minute or so. And so my car was not as good as it could have been in the main. Mm-hmm. I'm not blaming my son, but gosh, darn it. If you're going to say you're going to do something, go do it. Yeah. Dang it. So then I was like, day, I'm like, all right. stuff. yeah, I'm like, you're taking me out to dinner and I'm like, let's try to go somewhere close this time. Cause obviously Hooters probably isn't the best choice at the moment, right? Until they get more staff. So, so I'm like, let's go to the Applebee's by my house. So we go to the Applebee's by my house and we walk in and, uh, <laughs> there were some warning signs, man. The floor was, the floor was sticky. I was like, yeah, it's the ambiance. Like you, you like said that you're like the floor's sticky. I'm like, ah, it's fine. It's the ambiance. You know, you're <laughs> Applebee's, you know? Yeah. Part of it. Like, yeah. Come, come eat good in the neighborhood and stay for the sticky floors. Right. Like, you know, that's like their thing. So, so that happened. We sat down and uh, it was, it started to become pretty clear that they were also very short staffed. She did come over and get our drinks right away. And to be honest with you, we probably had a chance to order at that moment. Yeah. We wasted a lot of valuable ordering time. Yeah. 
uh, but we well, didn't. And we then, didn't. We didn't. We didn't realize what we were doing. We didn't have. We didn't know uh, where we were at in the space time continuum and yeah. in the time to order stuff. Anyway, so so I, I I was watching the clock just because I had my phone on me, and I think we got there at like like ten thirty, mm-hmm. and we didn't actually get our order in until like five minutes before eleven. Oh yeah, it's like perfect timing. And then I ordered. I don't know about you. What I can't remember. Did you order uh, appetizers? I ordered an appetizer because it was half price appetizers. That's right. Can't pass a deal like that. Ed. I ordered bo- uh, boneless. They're supposed to be hot buffalo, and she brought me barbecue. And I was like, I ordered buffalo, and she was like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. That was my mistake. Let me just take those off, and we'll bring you some new ones. I'm like, all right, yeah, just bring me the right ones. Whatever. You never did get them. No, I never got them. Yeah, never, never got, got them. Never, never got them. I didn't pay for them, but I never got them. Yeah. So uh, I ordered, I just ordered chips and queso dip because I was really hungry and I wanted it to become before dinner. Well, they didn't, they waited until dinner. Yeah, they brought it like, we had like 20 plates. I'm trying not to <laughs> like, like play this out too long, but basically it was, it was a horrible Applebee's experience. The food, my food, I ordered a medium steak when it was brought out. The dude just like, he's like, who got the whatever broiled steak? And I'm like, uh, it's not what I ordered, but it's steak. So I guess I'll take it. And then he said it in front of me. I looked at the plate and I went, nope, <laughs> because it was like, it Might was, as well have said who, who ordered the boot heel. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. And so I was like, this is not what I ordered. And it's well, like way overcooked. And then, but I remember I told her, I go, I'm really hungry, so I'm just going to eat it, but I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly. What you're like, that's fine. I'll eat it, but I'm not paying for it. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> so it kind of all worked out because because I ate your uh, barbecue wings. Yeah, I just pushed my plate off to the side and forgot about it. Emerson enjoyed his. He liked his wings. Uh, the mozza, the the um the chips, the and, random mozzarella sticks. Yeah, the chips, the chips good. and dip like, were we fantastic. Order, we, got we got some mozzarella sticks just from nowhere when nobody ordered them, and uh, and I I guess Jackson was with us. He liked his stuff, so it, it it ended up working out. It was fine. Yeah, my Fiesta lime chicken was pretty good. You know, Olay. I was <laughs> but, I always get that at Applebee's. So, That's my go-to. Yeah, so we got there like ten twenty, and we didn't leave until five minutes after midnight. Yeah, and this leads me in. So something I really wanted to talk about today on the podcast. If I were a giant douche canoe, we easily could have given that restaurant some sort of review. Uh, oh yeah. I forgot about this, yeah. but, but we did not do it because we're not douche canoes and it's not necessarily, it wasn't our waitress's fault. Yeah. The, the place is dangerously understaffed. Yes. Like, chaos could have in, ensued in, at any moment. She, she got and, her order uh, wrong, but it, but in the end, I mean, it was probably, some some somebody in that restaurant probably got an eight ounce sirloin steak cooked to perfection medium. Yeah, maybe you know, or they just ate it and refused to pay for it because it wasn't what they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you hear the table next to us? They, the table next to us with the uh, the two dudes that were laughing at us. They they, they yeah, got a, I, I, what's that? They got a whole bunch of free stuff too because all their stuff was messed up. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I saw that dude. Dude, uh, laughing, like pointing at me and like laughing his ass off. Cause of what I was saying, I was like, my man over there, <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows, he knows what's up. Yeah, He knows what's up. <laughs> like you guys are screwing up all my food. How am I supposed to eat this? You know, I'm like the guy on SpongeBob that didn't get his drink with the crusty crab pizza. Right. For all, for all of my fellow, uh, late nineties, early two thousands cartoon, uh, watchers. They grew <sighs> up then. 
I've left some reviews, right? Look up the reviews for the Burger King on 99th and, and uh, Blair High Road. Yeah, some of that didn't age well, but it's still hilarious. And <laughs> and look up Gunter uh, Loxes. That's my acronym. I've left a couple scathing reviews of places, okay? But they totally deserved it, and it was truthful, right? Mm-hmm. Stand by for an Alex Sturgeon hot take in three, two, one. Uh, the latest one-star review that the Hobbyplex has gotten is a 100% fabrication. Oh yeah, I was there. And I normally don't, we don't like, we don't really respond to one-star reviews that we get because most of the time there's, there's, there's more to it than just what these people write. Yeah. I also have noticed that every time that we hire a new person or multiple new people at a time that the one-star reviews kind of spike because people tend to be kind of impatient. Yeah. You know, it's like, you can't even use like, Hey, this is my first day or week, like as an excuse anymore. Yeah. Like it's just like unacceptable, I guess. Yeah. Where's the understanding and the compassion. Right. Totally. This, this place would be really great to work if it wasn't for the customers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't go that. I mean, you know what movie that's from? I'm sure you don't because you've it's never seen clerks. it yet. I'm sure <laughs> that's from clerks. That's gotta be from clerks. It's from clerks. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, should I just read the review and just just dissect it, or how do we go about this? Because I've uh, normally, like I said, we don't respond, but this is so outrageously false that I f- read it, man. I feel like I got justify. All right, <clears throat> <laughs> this is this is a one star review uh, for the Hobbyplex, which normally I wouldn't do this, but this guy is so infuriating. There's a whole story that goes along with this. Okay, very rude staff. They make you feel like you're bothering them if you ask a question. Now. I just like to say that since we, if you look at all the other Google reviews that we have, there hasn't been one of the, like, a. there seems to be this like stigma that hobby shops have, because I've, I've read a lot of different reviews in a lot of different hobby places. And it always seems like, like either rude or, um, bothering them kind of, you know, or, or even, uh, even that one guy who like said that I was condescending because I was trying to get him to buy the correct size screws for his Traxxas car. Right. Yeah. Like I'm not being condescending. I'm telling you, you're, you want these screws. It's you, your car's metric. So you buy metric screws. Why would you not want to get the right screws? Why is it? How is, how in the world is that condescending? That, that always bothered me. I've gotten to the point where it's like, you tell somebody like how to do something. It's like, in that case, like I was like, fine, strip out all your stuff. I don't care. I'll sell you the right, sell you the parts and the right screws later. Don't matter to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that's what uh, I told that's him. Not, that's what that's I, fine, I man. back then. That's what I told this guy. I'm like, I'm like, I mean, it's your car. You can strip everything out if you want to. I'm just trying to prevent you from, <laughs> you know, getting stuff wrong. And then he's like, well, now you're just being rude. And I'm like, I can't win with this guy. Like, you know, that was a long time yeah. ago though. So anyways, I, I can say, I can say without a doubt that, that the staff we have now and have had for the last couple of years, there's no way that that anybody would ever should ever feel bothered by asking us a question. Nah. And and I'm going to I'm going to be very blunt. It, Kip is a is a great dude, okay? He's an airplane guy. He's not as tactical on the RC side of things. So sometimes he doesn't want to he doesn't want to he can't dive deep into RC stuff. But he can into airplane stuff. So so sometimes if you ask him a question that's an RC thing that he doesn't understand, he his his thing is to either is to either get one of us or do his best, but in a, but and in, in some way, almost like bail, like just just 
bail, like get one of us and do that. But sometimes he's not as tactful with that, but, but I'm, you know, I don't know. I'm sorry this guy feels that way, but I can, I can guarantee that, that especially the staff we have not right now, it's not like that at all. Okay. This is, this is the one thing that got me because I went back and reviewed the tape and this is complete bulldookie. Uh, waited 20 minutes to check out while three employees stood and looked right at me. No, that is not what happened. <laughs> he was, the, this guy was there on a Sunday when, and from noon to like two, we're crazy busy on Sunday. And because I wasn't there, I was on, I was in Hutchinson, right? So we were short one person. So I went back and I looked at the video and, and the gentleman's waiting behind other people who were waiting to get waited on. So he's just Mm -hmm. impatient. This guy's just impatient. (sighs) I bought a blade 120 S2 from them and it lasted five minutes when the rear motor quit. Called them and got told they won't do anything. I guess with their no refund policy, they can sell junk and get away with it. Hobbytown used to be the best, but now they're more like the worst. Actually, you should you should read it like this, like like actually now they're kind of like the worst now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so here's what this guy's leaving out. Okay, and this is why this complete bulldookie. This guy actually okay. bought a plane, an airplane, flew it, then returned it. Okay, little hundred dollar airplane, flew it, crashed it broke it then returned it claiming that it didn't work out of the box see the thing is the thing that yeah the thing i understand is like now now there's like all this extra like flight technology safe technology uh thing like like these planes now these beginner high wings like you literally like flip a switch it'll fly itself and land itself like you can put like gps like limiters on it and it'll just turn around on its own and I mean, it's insane yeah like it's literally like the easiest way to get into airplanes now. Like yeah. remember, I remember I was, I was building airplanes. I'd spend like three or four days or a couple weeks building an airplane and go fly it. And I'd, I didn't know how to fly it. And I'd crash it trying to trim it out. Mm-hmm. Like, and then like just have to start over. Dude, I remember those, those, um, sorry, horizon hobby, but this was like 15 years ago. Remember those firebirds? Remember the hobby, the, yeah. ho- the uh, hobby zone firebird. Oh my God. Those were terrible. I had one. They're awful. I, fl- I was flying it in my grandparents' back. I still have that plane somewhere. I, th- I flew it fine. Really? It came with a came, yeah. It came with a coupon for a free new wing. Oh, dude! I use that coupon. Dan, Dan, uh, you want me the wing? You want to talk about a nightmare? Like the I think it was like the second, maybe the first, the first full Christmas that I worked there. Mm-hmm. We must have returned just every almost every single one of those that we sold because they could not fly. Really? See, I was, I was flying mine. I finally, it's finally, it was finally toast because I crashed it and it broke the center, like the center piece of carbon between the two motors. Yeah. Yep. And, and, uh, I was like, oh, I, it's, uh, it was like, I had it for like a month. Mm. I think I only, I only flew it a handful of times. I like went and bought the carbon to fix it. Like, like I, returning it wasn't an odd, like I knew that was wrong even when I was like 10, 12. Yeah. Like I just don't get, get some, some people these days. So our, our guys, went ahead and returned this plane, gave him store credit. He turned around and bought this 120. Now here's what I found out after the fact. Cause I, I read this on a Tuesday on Tuesday morning. I read this and I'm like, Oh man, like that's, that doesn't happen very often anymore. So I asked about it and, and, and this guy turned around and got a 120. They even opened up the box to show him that it was all new, that there was nothing wrong with it. All new. Right. Right. So, so that he had already returned one plane claiming that it didn't work out of the box. And then, after the fact, after closer inspection, it had like grass stains and stuff on it. So it clearly been flown. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm standing there on Tuesday. I haven't been there in four days. I was in store for like three minutes. Okay. And I'm standing there and this guy walks in with a 120S. And I'm like, no way. Is this the guy? I'm like, why did he give us a review before he even came into the store? So Tim's there and uh, I, I, I'm sitting there. I'm kind of eavesdropping and this guy slides this thing on the counter and he goes, yeah, this, uh, the tail rotor stopped working after five minutes and uh, I just want to exchange it. I just want to give me one. And Tim's like, okay, all right. And here's how, you know, I've been doing this long enough. Here's how, you know, something's up because what people will do if they broke something like this happens sometimes with RC cars, people will, will, will break it. They'll like break an A-arm or something like that. And they'll be like, oh, I'm taking it back. And they put everything back in the box, the way that they found it when it was brand new. Mm-hmm. And then, and then take all the batteries out of the radio and box it all up real nice and neat and then bring it in. And I'm sitting there going, why'd you do that? And I open it up and I go, oh yeah, dude, you just broke an arm. Let's go get your parts. So you can fix it. And they're like, what? You mean I can't return the car? I'm like, no, of course not. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> so, so the helicopter comes why in. Why would we do that? Yeah. The helicopter comes in. Tim opens it up. He lifts it out of the box and he lifts it out of the box. The tail is bent and it's carbon fiber. So then he looks closer at it and the tail is broken. Like the, the actual tail bar or whatever you call it is broke. And Tim's like, mm, this has definitely been flown and crashed. And at first the guy was like, oh, no, it hasn't. No, no, never did it. Nope, nope. Definitely didn't crash. What? Definitely didn't crash it. It worked fine. And then it worked after. And then Tim's like, no, there's, you, you really crashed this thing. It's broken. Like you just, you know, got to fix it. So then the guy started calling his names. And uh, while he was sitting there and he was getting all puffy and stuff like that. And I'd been there for now four or five minutes after four days off. And I was just like, man, this guy sucks. And so I stepped in and Tim started to call horizon and I stepped in and I go, Hey man, I'm like, we're going above what most other places would do. We're going to call horizon hobby for you. If they go ahead and say to swap it out, we'll swap it out, man. I'm like, you should be doing this, but instead we're doing it for you. So we're actually doing, we're doing good for you. Right. And then he's like, well, why can't I get something right now? And I'm like, because we got to make a phone call. Like it takes five minutes. Well, it turns out that uh, Horizon Hobbies air, air queue, I guess, was bad or something like that. So I don't know what happened. But anyways, we never did get a call back from Horizon Hobby. So uh, Tim was able to talk the gentleman out of leaving to, to just leaving it there. And, you know, we try again later. But before I did, <laughs> I was like, hey, you know, calling us names ain't going to get you anywhere any faster. And the guy's like, I never called you names. What are you talking about? I never said anything. I'm like, yes, you did. I heard you like three times. <sighs> so then it got weird the rest of the time that that guy was there. Cause I started, I wasn't even supposed to work, but I put on a shirt and I, cause we were kind of busy. So I put on a shirt and I started helping other people out. And I was just basically from that point on like ignoring this guy. And so, uh, so then the guy left and then, it, and then I tried calling horizon on Wednesday, still didn't get a call back. Finally called Thursday, talked to my rep. The rep's like, just go ahead and give him another one. And I'm like, Oh, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. So, so we go over, it's not gonna cost us anything. So who cares? You know? So I go over there, I grab a new one and I was going to have Kip call him. Kip came in at noon and I was like, this is a perfect situation for Kip to call this guy and then he can deal with him. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy walked in at like, like, like 1140 or something like that. And I go, Hey man, speak of the devil. I was just about to call you. So he's pretty apprehensive because he and I got into kind of a semi argument, you know, on Tuesday and I'm like, Hey, you know, we're going to go ahead and replace it for you. Horizon, Horizon hobby said to go ahead and do it. Um, this is a one-time deal. Uh, after this point, you'll have to deal with Horizon Hobby from this point on. <laughs> and then I go, I just want to show you something really quick because I didn't want to let it go because I was mad because this guy's a liar, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
So I take, I take the brand new 120 and I flip it up and I, I set it on the table and I go, okay, I just want you to, I just want you to see this. This is a brand new 120 S. You can see, I pick up the helicopter and I see there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Everything's in one piece. Everything's fine. I put it back in the thing and I close it. And then I go over to his helicopter, just sitting there and I go, okay, this is your helicopter that you brought in claiming that you had never, that, that it just, just out of nowhere stopped, stopped working after five minutes. And I picked it up and I say, so this one's got a broken tail right here. Oh, there's also grass stains and uh, scratches on the blades. Oh, and then if you look here on the bottom, there's actually a bunch of, bunch of scratches down here too on the landing gear. And I'm like, oh, look at this, the tail rotor. Look, it's got a, it's also has one grass stain right there too. So clearly this has hit the ground pretty hard. And then I go, I just want you to know that we know what you know. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't want to like call him a name or a you know, liar to his face at that moment. Cause I was, I just didn't feel like it, but I was like kind of inferring it. I was just like, dude, we, this, you're, you're, it's false. Like everything in this, everything in this one star review is false. The guy got a brand new helicopter and he, he only waited 20 minutes because we we're freaking busy on a Sunday. So if there's people ahead of you in line, then guess what? You get to wait. This is just part of the deal. You know, yeah. we're a hobby store with like four people working. And if there's 40 people in the store, that's a, that's a one to 10 ratio. You're going to have to wait a little bit, you know? Now that being said, we have a rule at the Plex that if you are at the register waiting to check out whatever one of these guys are doing, if they're not up there, they have to stop what they're doing with that customer and go ring you up. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and if you are not, if you're not up there within say like 10 seconds or less, we get in trouble. So we don't, so nobody's standing at the register waiting for 20 minutes to get rung out. That's just blatantly false. That'll, that hasn't happened. If it has happened, it definitely hasn't happened since like 2016 when the store kind of changed and all that stuff kind of got put behind the counter because that has been a, a rule that goes over with every single day that we're there. We get reminded of it to the point where, where it's just second nature. Now, if we see somebody, we drop everything, we'll, we'll be right back and we go to the front, we ring that person up and then we come back to the person that we're helping. So, you know, and we only have two registers. So if both register being used and there's a line to the window, which sometimes can happen. Yeah. It might take a little while, but I guarantee nobody was just staring at this guy for 20 minutes. Yeah. No. Did you read it? This guy's other reviews. I did. I, I did it. Applebee's remember? Yeah. So this guy, we're, we're looking at his other reviews and it, it all kind of sounds the same to be honest with you. Didn't it? Yeah, they're all one-star reviews. Very, remember, very right? rude staff. Had to wait. Blah 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 blah. Didn't get what he wants. Blah 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 blah. Wah. Mm -hmm. So, anyways. Yeah, delivery <sighs> driver was rude. Delivery one star. Driver. Yeah, one star. And kiss my butt. Kiss my butt. Yeah, he could super chat and hey, if you're watching right now, you could super chat us and uh, give us your side of the story if you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give, give us five bucks so you can give us five bucks so you can you can, you can uh, we'll, we'll read verbatim what you put on here too we'll, we'll go for it so i don't know i there's a you know how we've had um in the past we've had um safe words at the plex like tapioca was a safe word on tuesday nights if if uh if we were getting mad at stuff we'd yell out instead of instead of getting all pissed off and hitting stuff or throwing stuff around we'd all just yell tapioca yeah, or Bob Saget. Or, Bob uh, Saget. That's a good one, actually. Yeah. I miss saying that mm -hmm. one. I always forget about mm -hmm. that one. Yeah. I have a saying that I want us to use now whenever this happens, but I don't know if I, I don't know how I can say it. Oh, I, I know you can say it. Be ready on the button. You ready on the button? <laughs> you guys, all right, you ready? 
All right. I'm, I'm going to count. I'll count it down. Three, two, one. F you, Brian. Yeah. F Brian. Yeah. Screw you, Brian. <laughs> so anyway, like when something bad happens at the, at the, like something breaks, like your car breaks. F Brian. F yeah. you, Brian. Like, from now on, <laughs> from now on, if something, if, if something bad happens to you at the Plex, uh, you have to say, screw you, Brian. Mm hmm. And then, and then what's funny though, is we have like three or four people named Brian at the Plex and they'll be like, what did oh, I do? Be great. What did I do? And you're like, no, no, it's not you. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> it's a long story. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. So that's out of the way. I feel a lot better. That was kind of therapeutic, wasn't it? Yeah. Aren't you happy? You don't have to deal with that sort of thing. It's or, worse in the, oh, I was going to say, I was say when do, you have a bad, we have a mad customer because they're coming to you because they're usually losing like. I don't know, four or $500 an hour by not having their stuff up, you know, <sighs> but I have to deal with, I have to deal with customers. Like I fired customers before. I was just like, yeah, I just don't come back. <laughs> I, I said that before. Like we, we had this guy that like paid his bill. It was like, I don't know, hundred bucks. It, it wasn't much. Got him out the door, hundred dollars. And I uh, came back and said, I went to another welding shop and, they they said that they could have done it for seventy five dollars. I mean, I, I want I I need I want some uh, compensation here. I was like, well, shit. Or I was like, well, dang, you should have took it there then. You know, he's like, well, that's not good enough. I was like, I, I don't know what you want me to do. Just don't come back. Like I I'm working on. You see that over there? That's three thousand dollars out the door for that one part that I'm building right now. I don't have time to deal with twenty five dollars. Just go, just go, and never come back. <laughs> Thanks. Have you ever seen that? Uh those videos of the, I saw this one video where this guy replaced a window on some, on some person's car. And then the, she was complaining about the window. And so he took a, a crowbar. She wasn't going to pay him. So he took a crowbar and just smashed the window again. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. He's like, you're not going to pay me fine. You're not gonna have a window. Anyways, uh, Brian P. No, you actually have spelled your name correctly. So this is the, incorrect, yeah, this, this is the incorrect spelling of Brian. I only know one other person with a, a Brian spelled this way. So at least I think I do. I don't. Every, I, that's every, the first time I ever saw it spelled that way. Yeah, every other Brian that I know has it spelled correctly. So, anyways, I'm probably gonna get in trouble. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. This would be like the one, the one show that the owner has listened to in in a year or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will, I'll take responsibility too. Yeah, it was Will's idea. Summer series. Well, there was a summer series race this weekend. Yeah, there was. And uh, it was nice. Uh, so this July, the month of July is the one that has, see, I'm all, I'm still like all <sighs> flustered because of this guy. At least, at least I'm awake now. I wasn't awake earlier. Now I'm awake again. So whenever we have a summer series, we always try to fit in an extra, extra like week. And usually there's five weeks in one month, either July or June usually. And so this year it just happened to be July. So we got our second one. And uh, we ended up with a hundred, what was it? 155, I think. Let me get in here. Uh, do, 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 do. There it is right there. Hobby Plex, the correct one, not the other one. Not those name stealers. What if, what if we named our, C, our place OCRC? Like, like, <laughs> like, be like McDowell's, like Omaha, <laughs> Omaha car racing 
Oh, wait, OCRC Car <laughs> Racing Center, <laughs> Omaha Car Racing Center. They probably think it's funny <laughs> for like five minutes, and then like, yeah, they'll be right, like, "Hey, time to sue." Time to sue. <laughs> <laughs> Send that cease and desist order over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, 157 entries, pretty much par for the course nowadays. I always, I always talk about, I, I talk about entries, but it's not that I care, like don't care. If they're like, like if we only had like 107 entries, then I'd be like, whoa, like what's going on? But 150 I can deal with. Are you still cracking up about the OCRC thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say I just magically won the lottery. Let's say I won the lottery and I went, <laughs> I went to the owner of Hobbyplex and I said, hey, I want to buy the off-road part of the Hobbyplex, just the building and all the stuff in it. Here I'm gonna I'm gonna pay you twice as much as it's worth, but I'm gonna rename it OCRC. <laughs> God, that'd be a dick move. I would cry. I'm Wouldn't that cry, be a dick move? That would be, be so funny. That's pretty much what those other guys did to us. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're laughing. You're making me laugh now. I can't stop laughing. (laughs) Did you see Tom Segura on uh, on the Two Bears, the Two Bears show with uh, Brent? uh, Is it Brent Reichner? Can't remember his last name. But he's he's. I've actually never caught that podcast or anything. So on Reddit, they had a clip of it the other day, and it was uh, it was Brent was uh, was drinking his fluids for the for the the right amount of fluids. You know how they say you got to drink a certain amount of water a day or whatever it is. And Brent's like, hold on, man, I got to get my Kool-Aid out. And he drinks it and he, pour, and, and Tom's like, Kool-Aid, is that really Kool-Aid in there? He's like, yeah, it's Kool-Aid. It's red Kool-Aid. And he hands it over and Tom takes the cup and he goes like this and he goes and he drinks it and he starts laughing. He's like, this really is, he drinks it. And he's like, this really is Kool-Aid. And then he just starts laughing nonstop like you just did. And he's like laughing so hard. He's like, there's so much sugar. <laughs> you're not, like what you're negating like yeah you're getting fluids but you're also putting like a buttload of sugar into your body at the same time so what's the point oh, that was really funny you got to find it oh yeah i will uh anyways okay so we had uh back to the back to the racing at uh at omaha car racing center <laughs> We had, uh, we had 157 entries. Um, again, I, you know, you're never going to hear me, uh, gloat or anything like that, but, but I'm also happy. Anytime we get over 150 for a summer series, I'm, I'm, that's fine. In a way, I'm almost glad it's not like 200. That's a long day. Yeah. That ends up being, a it ride. would be, I mean, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. Imagine yeah. how long we'd have to wait at Hooters. Jeez Louise. God, could you believe it? How late it'd be. That's why I never got to eat. After these things, because yeah. usually it's so late that I don't, I'm like, nah, I don't feel like it. We went all the way down to a D main in 13.5 four wheeler. That was the biggest turnout of the day. Independent buggy was close. They had a C main. I will say the mod, both mod lower mains, B main and C and uh, of uh, two wheel drive and four wheel drive were stacked. I mean, a lot of those guys are usually in the A. Mm-hmm. Quite a few of them were. So that was both really good races. I did get video. I did, so on Mondays, I stopped posting too many videos on Mondays because if we go over our three, it only pings three times throughout the course of the day. So I only posted two videos. So I'm, I'll post the rest of them tonight. You're still chuckling over there. It's so funny. 
Sorry, I don't mean to keep interrupting the show. <laughs> we'll talk about Plexpec first. Let's get the we're gonna get the results out and then we'll take a pivot break and we'll come back to the uh to the chat here, see if there's anything in there. Uh so Plexpec was pretty darn competitive. So there's a whole bunch of kids that have been getting faster. Diego Quintana, Josh Benson, Dylan Haas. Um, even Eli Vanderbeek was like in third place for a couple laps. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Dalton Conrad qualified third. He's your points leader, um, but ended up winning the race. Uh, Diego Quintana finished second, but he was, he was way back in like last at the first lap and then drove all the way up. You can kind of see his graph just sort of just climb his way up, 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 up. And then on the last lap, he got around Josh to steal away second. Josh Benson uh, got another third. I think he got third last time too. Um, Dylan Haas get finished fourth. Grayson Stevie was fifth, and then Lexi Bolin. I'm not sure what happened there on uh, on the last couple laps, but she ended up in way down in sixth place. Actually, it was about halfway through. Eli Vanderbeek was seventh. Mario Quintana from the bump finished eighth. Ariana Smith makes another Plexpec A main, finishes ninth, and Isabella gets the bump and uh, finishes tenth. So a couple couple of the chicas in that main two. Plus last year was won by Jana and Plexpec. So that's another thing. We got the posters up. Yeah. What'd you no, think? They, they look great. Yeah, I like them. I like them that dark. They're like like uh, that black background with the smoke. Mm-hmm. That's that was pretty sick, dude. When I when I got that proof, I was like, okay, I'm making one for myself. I normally don't make mine anymore, yeah. but because uh, I already have too many of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. That sounded <laughs> that sounded crappy, but. Uh, I just, I saved the store some money, but uh, this one I was like, no, I kind of want this one. So stadium truck had, uh, had 10 entries. So they had, they were all in the main, uh, no bump, no, no bump ups or anything needed. And uh, TJ Williams with the TQ and a win in this one. Nice. TJ is doing a lot better. Yeah. Sometimes I think he needs to just simmer down, but other yes. than that, yeah, we he's can, doing pretty good. We can talk about that here in a minute. Cause mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Like, like if, if he wrecks too many times, he seems to get flustered, but that, but he's a young kid. I mean, they all kind of do that. Well, yeah. I mean, he had something to be upset about, but it's kind of like, don't show it, you know? Yeah. So I mean, he go did it back and go office space printer or fax machine right. in your car if you want. Yeah. But that's what I would do. Surgeon way. Yeah. Uh, John Bairding, uh, got a second and Tyler Fleming finished qualified third, finished third. Brent Cox getting fourth, Justin Stevie fifth, Nick Sneathan. Phil Palmer, Darren Ryder running off-road. I don't think I've seen him running off-road since like like the Lincoln off-road days before I even ran it. I don't remember him running off-road since then. I was so happy to see him racing. He pitted with me too. Yeah. Um, Josh Ryan was ninth and Josh Catron was 10th. And I think I finally got that last name right. I like saying Catron though. Like Like there needs to be that little squiggly line over the O. Yeah. But uh, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, change your name. Yeah, change your name so it sounds cooler. Um, so hey, your new name's cool. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. fine. Uh, Brian Burnt wasn't there in stock truck. Um, he was off, uh, I guess, moving his kid or something like that. So he gets to use his uh, his drop. Mod four wheel drive. Um, kind of a broken record here. He had Tom Rinderneck out in front. These these top four or five guys were quadding the uh, double double over there all day. Yeah, and. To give you some perspective, that goes like half the length of the building yeah. over there. Like it's a long, quad. and it's low. Like yeah, not- it's the, your your car is like 
I don't know, three feet off the they're, ground they're, flying. Like they're not getting height at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, it's, I think what happened was, was one of them, if it might've been Alex or Tom figured it out that they could do it. And then now they all, they're all trying to do it. Yeah. I think they changed the setup on their car a little bit just to do it. Yeah. And there's a couple other sections that like their cars looked really bad. Like they didn't turn as, as good. Right. But man, they, but they cleared that quad and gave, made up a ton, made that time up. It's like they gave up half a second to gain up a second. Mm-hmm. So Tom running with a TQ and win. Uh, it sounds like he's going to Nats in August. So he is going to be out of the points. Yeah. yeah. Cause he's already missed around. Um, Alex Vanderbeek finished second. Ethan Delaire getting a podium on the four wheel drive. Remember last year he's having, he just hated his four wheel drive car. Yeah. He, uh, built up a new one. His, his old car was like converted or something like converted to the newer one. And it still had like some of the old parts on it. So it was kind of like a mis- mismatch. And then he built a new kit with the new stuff and it was a lot better. Nice. Uh, Drew Rubin King from the eighth position finishing fourth. He definitely didn't qualify as good as his car was. That's for sure. Um, no, tell me about it. I know that. Derek Wood qualified fifth, finished fifth. Uh, Tyler Patton out from the bump, finished sixth. Dave Elberico was up there. First time we've seen him in a while. Uh, finished in seventh. Nate Sutherland finished eighth. Bradley Peterson was ninth. And Aiden Olson uh, broke out. He was uh, he broke on the quad, actually, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was a really weird break. Like, his car just landed and it sawed an axle off. Yeah. Uh, then we move on to 40-plus. Uh, to and so uh, Mac and I have been pretty much tied up the whole way and uh, Mac finally got, he finally broke the tie. So uh, neither of us have had a TQ and a win. We've all had TQs and then seconds and uh, he got a TQ and a win. Um, I finished second. Uh, David Peevler got a podium. Ken Peterson was up for the first time this year, finished uh, fourth. I kind of talked him into running 40 plus with us. I was like, dude, you please, <laughs> we need more. Yes. We need more this year. Cause this year has been weird. There's just been, I mean, it's, it's 10 or 11 guys, but it's, but in all honesty, there's a little bit of a talent gap between first and 10th. And so, yeah, you know, I mean, if, if you think about it last year, we had Tony Leatherman, uh, Ken Peterson, Cal Gannon. So there's three, Brian Burnt wasn't here, you know, so, so, uh, qualified third, finished fourth, uh, Brian Cox finished fifth. Mike Sanders was there finishing sixth. Uh, Phil Palmer got a good, good finish for him. Seventh. Kurt Benson, Josh McMullen, Matt Robinson, and Mark Schmidt. Actually got that one on video. So we'll get that up later. Independent buggy. So Cole Webb with a TQ and a win. He the month of July, he dominated. So last round, he he just drove away from everybody and he did the, he did the exact same thing here. So he's getting fast quick, which is pretty cool. I think he's still running my old car too. Or Emerson's old car. Oh, that's good. Uh, Justin CB with the second, uh, Bender, Daniel Bender got third, he got a podium from the fifth spot up to the three spot. Tyler Fleming was fourth. TJ Williams was fifth. He didn't finish the race. Otherwise he probably would have finished fourth. So mm-hmm. Justin, Daniel and TJ were all kind of there towards the end in a scrum. And, uh, TJ ended up crashing at the end of the straight and, you know, it helps to think big picture at the summer series. So if, even if that happens, if he would have finished fourth, that's one more point, you know? Yeah. So I, I told him afterwards, I'm like, you need to finish no matter what you would have, you would have finished fourth instead of fifth. Granted, it's just one point, but still one point is one point, you know, Mm -hmm. just finish the race. 
then, then, then go stew about it, you know, on a marshaling spot or whatever. Um, Janet Peevler was sixth. Jerry Doherty came up for the first summer series this year, uh, finished in seventh. Phil Palmer was eighth. Josh McMullen was ninth and Nick Sneathan also broke out. I think, no, he didn't No, He finished uh 10th place. Then, uh, mod two wheel drive. Um, you had, uh, Tom Rinderneck getting the win qualified third, Alex Vanderbeek with a TQ in a second. So they both got a hundred points for the day. But like I said, Tom is going to nationals at the end of this month in Maryland. If they have it, that'd be interesting. Right. If, if, if Maryland, if Maryland puts up like a, another shutdown or something like that, that could change things. Yeah. Uh, I believe there's talks of that. I don't know. Yeah. Boy, that would suck for roar. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Two years in a row having their nationals canceled. Ethan DeLair with another podium. Qualified fifth, finished third. And uh, he was pretty patient for the most part. He was behind you at one point, and I think, I think, I can't remember how he got around you, but I know he didn't like. I don't think uh, he ever... That was when I ran into Aiden and put okay. my car on the straightaway. Yeah, okay. Um, oh, the... I remember that. <laughs> Dang yeah. it. Yeah. Well, he like he like uh, short jump the jump coming on the straightaway. I thought we were gone, but and whatever. And I ran into him, but it was like I don't know. I had a really good car, and I was like when I was up there with the leaders, like I was trying not to run into him. Yeah, like the whole time, and it was like I was getting kind of frustrated because I was like trying not to run into Aiden, and I was gonna try. I don't know what I was. I was just trying to get down the straightaway, and I ran into his car. My, yeah, I, my whole race, like I got the short end of every stick. Yeah, you guys had a bad, bad luck race, you know, that that jump coming onto the straightaway is tough to judge no matter where you're at on the stand, too. Yeah, you lose your car for a split second. So that's why I always just send it over it. Like, I don't you know what I mean? Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, I man. mean, there's another round. Yep. You know? <laughs> uh, Drew Rubin King uh, finished fourth. Aiden Olson was fifth. Dave Alberico was six. Will Brinton, you, you, you were seventh. Probably not where you wanted to be. But uh, still, a solid A main qualifier, and I mean you're up there battling. Yeah, uh, yeah you can't always get on the podium, you yeah. know. It makes them it makes them ones where you have a good day so much sweeter, you know. Mm-hmm. Derek Wood was eighth, Bradley Peterson was ninth, and Cody Lundberg was tenth. If you go to thirteen uh, five wheeler, uh, this is great. So, Caden uh, Bairding with the win. And dude, he withstood pressure the whole race. He had pressure from Tyler. He had pressure from Jackson almost, almost the entire race. And he, yeah, he did really good. He did not crack at all. So very impressive run, uh, for your previous Plex spec champ, Caden Bairding. Um, Tyler Patton out was second and Jackson Anderson got a TQ and third. So he got 99 points for the day. So he's still flying high in 13, five. He's got a pretty substantial lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Peeler was fourth. Chad Rubin King was fifth. Ashley McCormick was sixth. Ken Peterson was eighth. Shane Alberico was eighth from the bump. TJ was ninth and Brent Riley was 10th. And he, I think he busted. Yeah, he did. But Brent made the main, both of his mains, uh, from qualifying in him. So that's really good for Brent too. Mini truggy. Uh, yeah, Steven will coming down for the first time this year. Um, taking the win from the fourth qualifying spot. He drove a pretty good race. Uh, Dustin Hosick uh, got a TQ in second. So he still scores 100, which he, he needed to move in front of Emerson in the points. Uh, Dane Gangler was third. It's his first time out this year after a little bit of a break. 
Emerson, um, he just had a weird weekend altogether. Um, qualified fifth, finished fourth, probably had faster truck than that, but, uh, um, he just, I don't know. He wasn't really driving his best. Crashed a lot. Uh, he also broke his truck in practice and we had to like change some stuff on it to get it to work right. Hmm. Uh, Matt Robinson was fifth. Jonathan Haas was sixth. John, uh, Chad Irwin was seventh. Ryan Hodgson was eighth. And Logan Prismanis qualified second. Um, but he had some problems right in the middle of the race. He would have been up there. He would have been another, probably another spot that Emerson would have dropped. So I'm kind of, kind of, kind of okay with Logan breaking out in on that one. <laughs> His dad's probably mm-hmm. listening going, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but Logan hasn't raced a summer series all year long either. So there was a couple spoilers in that one. Yeah. Um, and then expert stock buggy was the last race of the day. I got to say the racing on Saturday was really good. The first round this year, 13, five, four wheel drive. I, it was pretty rough just all across the board, but the rest of the races seemed to be good. Since then, the racing has been really good. Oh yeah. So, uh, Tyler, uh, Patton out took a TQ and a win. Um, Jackson Anderson finished second. Cody Lundberg was third. Jeremy fellas, your points leader, uh, was fourth. Uh, Chad Rubin King was fifth. Brent Riley was sixth. Dustin Hosick seventh. Ken Peterson eighth. David Peeler ninth. And Caden Bairding was tenth. Um, this was another crazy close one. So, uh, Tyler got the extra lap, but it was, so it, it doesn't look close, but it, it definitely was Jackson Anderson with a 28 flat. And then Cody got a 28, eight Oh one. So he was only about a second back ninth, ninth, nine tenths of a second, uh, back for the finish there. Jackson made a pretty aggressive pass on Tyler and it didn't, it didn't take Tyler out. Like it didn't crash or anything or get crashed, but he, but, but Jackson definitely kind of ran over his car sort of in the corner. Like he, he, he out motored him up the hill, got to the corner and they both turned at the same time. They, they connected Tyler. And then, uh, Jackson kind of drove on top of Tyler's car and, and then, and then drove off after the one eighty. And then like a lap later, Jackson gave that spot back. Yeah. And you know, I don't know. What do you think about that? It just depends. Like, I don't know. Me and another driver in, our, in my main got into it and I was actually a little bit upset about it. Um, cause I had a really clean pass and they just like went straight and ran into my car. My car like went flying like into a whole nother lane of traffic and they didn't wait, you know, but did it's you kind of like, so you got crashed though. Yeah, I got crashed. But in this instance, was, uh, Tyler did not. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying like, I mean, if nobody wrecked and you got around him, then it's like, you just kind of keep going. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like some, sometimes you have to kind of muscle your way through. It like, re- it re- I've, 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 I'll, I'll bump a car in front of me and not wreck him and move him out of the way. It reminded you know, you've me, seen me do it. I've done it to you. Yeah. It reminded me of the 1995 two wheel drive worlds. A main number. I think it was a main number two. Mm-hmm. And Matt Francis got on the inside of Masami, got kind of to the corner just before he did. And then Masami turned like this and Matt drove over his car and Masami was in the pipe. Mm-hmm. But Masami, his, his car basically was already kind of like going that way. And Matt was at the corner. They were both going to the, they're both trying to get to the corner first. And so they mm-hmm. connected and I remember uh, an interview and, and Matt said that you can't always be a nice guy all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I, I think in that case, and, and there's, I don't think there was any animosity. There's no animosity between these guys at all, but in that case, yeah, yeah you can't be a nice guy all the time. It, it was a pretty awesome move. I mean, he, he kind of set it up and he got to the corner almost, almost at the same time. And, and, you know, Tyler didn't get wrecked. So I wouldn't, I don't know. I would have just kept going. I wouldn't give him the spot back. If that was me, I would have just been like, oh, that's pretty sweet. And then kept going. Oh, he gave him the spot back? Yeah. I thought he wrecked and gave it back. No, he gave him the spot back. He he pulled over and waited and gave him the spot back. Oh, and I just kept going. Yeah. That was nice of him. No, it was. And I told I told Jackson too. I'm like, well, I'll, dude, I'll support you, whatever you think. If you, if you felt like you needed to give him the spot back, then okay. Yeah. But I was like, but no, it was. I mean, that's really good sportsmanship. But yeah. I mean, you know, if his car didn't flip over and, uh, I mean, it's kind of, if you're on the inside, you know, it's kind of his responsibility to give way. I mean, that was the other thing. Like I, I had the inside line, then it turned into the outside line, but you know, if, like somebody's going to rip throttle and just run into your car and, um, you know, that's one thing, but mm-hmm. like when you guys are side by side, probably full throttle, I mean, he could have lifted, you know, the outside car. Yeah. Yeah. You know? mm. I didn't realize he pulled over and gave the spot back. I think he wrecked and gave it back. No, he, he, it was about a half a lap later and he, uh, they, I believe it was, I believe it was coming onto the straightaway that he, he pulled mm-hmm. over and I was like, what's going on? Oh, Jackson's car. And I'm like, Oh, and I go, yeah. I said on the mic, I'll, you probably will hear it when I post the video. I was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, but, it's, it, like, so like these races are too short to just wait, Yeah, you know, like, some, sometimes you got to make your car heavy and something happens in the air. That's one thing. You yeah. Know, it's kind of a little different. Like, yeah, you don't necessarily have control over your car, not to bump somebody in the air and you both go over the jump at the same time. Like in the outside car could have given some space or, you know, checked up. But, you know, like, like I said, like sometimes you got to work your way through the field and move some cars out of the way. Yeah. You can't just wait, wait for a mistake. Sometimes it never happens. You know, you kind of have to force a mistake or, uh, make them blow a corner. I mean, that, that's usually what I do like right at the breaking, you just kind of give them a little couple nudges and then move them out of the way. Uh, it's like I told Emerson when we went to uh, California, we went to OCRC a couple of years ago and we raced there three times in a week. And I'm like, okay, out here. Okay. Cause the last time I raced in California, nobody waited for me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, if you accidentally run somebody over or spin them or something happens, I'm like, if the race director doesn't say anything, you keep driving. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that that's what I want people to do at the Plex because I think, I think we've been very sportsmanlike uh, with all oh, of yeah. racing for the if, last if couple you, of years, but, yeah, but I have, I have somebody, had, you have to wait. Yeah. But I have, I have been, I have told people to give that. So I had to tell Bender to give a spot back this weekend, mm-hmm. you know? So it yeah. does, it does happen. You just gotta, you know, kind of gotta know. All right. So that's summer series racing. Do you want to take a pivot break and then we'll, we'll go through the chat. It's not, there's not much, so it'll be quick. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah. This is a Pivot Lending Update with Dave Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. This is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. Today is May 10th, 2021, and here to give you guys an update on Pivot Lending. Last time we were on the show, we had just opened up our new headquarters. We were located at 470 Kipling in the Littleton, Colorado. Super excited about that. But we have also opened up an office outside of Las Vegas. So we have a new retail office there. And just two weeks ago, opened up an office in Salt Lake City. The office manager in Salt Lake City is Taylor Bills. So we're excited. Taylor's from the area. He's got an interesting past. He played professional baseball. He was a pitcher. He also, uh, 
I think it was the very first reality show on ABC, like America's Most Beautiful Person. He won it. And so he's really, a really great guy. Uh, So we are on the cusp of entering into some really exciting markets in the New England area. So stay tuned and look forward to, to bringing the updates to you guys here probably towards the end of summer. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Pivot Lindy, NMLS 109995. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. Have you ever thought about what, what would happen if you, went, if you had gone on that show, America's Most Beautiful Person? Do you remember that show? No, I've never even heard of it. Oh, it is a, kind of a kind of a early to mid 2000s reality TV show when, when it, there was like this boom of America's got talent, America, America's dances talent, America's whatever. And then they just, they just, this, I think it was on channel. I think it was NBC or they just, I think it was, Oh God, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, Lorenzo Lamas, Lorenzo Lamas was like one of the judges and he had this little laser and he would use the laser to like, like, like pick out, like just destroy people that are standing up. They had to stand up there in like a bathing suit and he would just use the laser to like show like, Oh, you got too much fat right here. And the thigh gap isn't right. And this doesn't make any sense. You know, it was, and it would, I would, if I was on that show, I'd be like, yeah, my whole body is right here, man. And like, I'd get lasered like the whole thing. Yeah. Nothing but I, uh, you couldn't do a show <sighs> like that today. You couldn't. No, definitely that's not. Like, that's not, like body shaming. Yeah. Not in a bathing suit for sure. No, I mean, like you couldn't say like, man, this guy's a big fat idiot. <laughs> Dude, I have, I am a big fat idiot though. Look at how fat I've gotten. Yeah, oh, I know. We both it's terrible. Are. God. I'm working on it though. I'm middle-aged man. Middle-aged man. Middle-aged man. He has powers and knowledge that are far beyond younger than middle-aged man. You're looking at my gut, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You remember that Saturday Night Live sketch with Mike? Myers. Is it Mike Myers? Yeah, it was Mike Myers. He's a middle-aged so. man. Middle-aged man. I think so. His, da- his his dad was old man, and the only difference between the two is that he can program a VCR. <laughs> <laughs> what's new? Oh, I have a what's new. Oh, well, let's get your what's new. Some of you guys might not know, uh, so they're they're coming. I don't know when orders will be when they'll be available to order, but I ordered mine today. Um, those super sweet. Uh, really nice set of boards that J concepts made like six years ago. Um, like with the carbon fiber and the, the aluminum or whatever. I ordered one. I got one coming. Nice. And they're pretty sweet. Nice. I got, I, they have, uh, like this copper color. That's yeah. the one I got. Um, I got copper. Are those and, the uh, ones that light up? No, they don't light up. Oh, okay. So they're super sweet. And I wanted one back then. I missed out because I didn't have any money. So I had some money this time. So I got one. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Tom Smith gave me a big sheet of tile. That's all flat. So um, I'm good. Yeah. You're going to be a tile guy? I'm going to be a tile guy. Yeah. Yeah. I saw those. I saw those today and I'm like, oh, that's pretty neat. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you have one? We had, uh, we had Steve RC. So Steve Eichler, he's one of our Patreon members. Um, he let us borrow a battery for Emerson's truck main. So I'd like to, uh, big, nice big, big old thanks to him. Uh, because, uh, right now our 4900s must be, must be old. So <laughs> Jackson says, uh, it was a steak from Applebee's. So he, I must've been talking about how grumpy I was or whatever. Oh yeah. 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 
John Haas says yeah, that's just like it. That's just like an angry steak. Like if that steak could have talked, it'd have been like, "Kill me, Dad!" <laughs> <laughs> like I shouldn't. Like it shouldn't exist. Like kill me. <laughs> John Haas says I only ask Kip about airplanes. Um, yeah, that's probably a good idea. I mean, I'm, you know, Kip Kip's grown Kip's on me the over airplane the years. Guy. And he's yeah. the airplane guy. He definitely mm-hmm. sells a lot of airplanes. He's your airplane for us. specialist. They're like if you were. If you were going in there with like a an airplane and you'd be like it'd be like Pawn Star style, you'd be like, Here, I got this guy, like we can just go consult the specialist. Wait five minutes and I'll just go get him. Like he's the guy. You know. <laughs> John Haas also said on the whole on the whole uh uh one star Brian guy thing, I bet he's loaded. Uh yeah, something like that. Oh again, life's not fair. He's probably one of those guys that posts stuff on Facebook that's like I remember when we used to drink from the hose and eat bologna and record show TV from the antenna and play in the bologna and drink Pepsi straight from the hose and swim in the Pepsi and like and share and give a hell yeah. Yeah. Like if you remember recording from the antenna, <laughs> one of those guys. <laughs> he could be one of those guys that wants to know like, like, uh, what was the first street you ever lived on posts? Yeah. So that he can find out your, your info. Oh, maybe, you know, uh, he's probably not that smart. I don't think he's that smart. Mm. I think I'm, yeah, giving, maybe, I I'm giving him too much credit. We're back on this subject again. We should probably move on. Yeah. You know, subject <laughs> would be nice to be back on. Naming the flex OCRC. <laughs> <laughs> I have a request. Everybody listening right now, if you haven't already done it, go to uh, look up the Hobbytown Hobbyplex on, on Google and give us a five-star review so that it negates yeah. the, the, uh, the one-star review. We'd like to keep that rating high. So yeah, yeah keep it high. go go do that for us. And uh, that'd be, that'd be a great thing. So yeah, instead of leaving a super chat tonight, go, go give the hobby town hobby plex a five-star review. Please. And thank you. Yeah, please. And thank you. Uh, Peter Renault says that, uh, that he uh, got to the track today. So that's pretty awesome. Oh, that's good. He also says his body's practically ruined now. So he must've been, uh, must've been doing a lot of laps. Get that J Concepts F2. That's my favorite body for two wheel. It is looking. It is a good looking truck body. Um, keep it scale, stupid. Uh, I know why the Kool Aid is used. I do the same thing. So it must be used. There must be other things in the Kool Aid. No. Yeah, don't drink the Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> X Taz Fast. The X Taz Fast X. The X Taz Fast. I already get. The, I always get that name messed up. Is in. Says what's up. Everybody. John Haas said that he had a front row seat for Jackson's pass. Jackson got the inside. Tyler shut the door. Jackson went over him. John Haas also felt that it was just a racing incident. Mm-hmm. Either way, I mean, Tyler, that whole trio of them, Tyler and uh, and Jackson and Cole, drove one hell of a race. And and Jeremy, oh, yeah. was, Jeremy was just, just, uh, just like so close, but not close enough to do anything when they started mixing it up back there. So, yeah. Uh, and then Riley says, we love buddy Kip. We love our buddy Kip. Kip getting some love on the podcast. I had, I had Kip once do an unboxing of a jet on the hobby flex show YouTube channel. Yeah. And, uh, just one time, just one time. He was like nervous. He's like really, really nervous. I was like, why dude, why are you nervous? He's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, okay. And then I had him, then I had him film. I had him film me once. And I think it was the felony unboxing I did. And you could hear him breathing through the, through the mic 
And so like half the comments on this very popular, it has like 9,000 views. Half the comments are like, Jesus, dude, get that guy on a treadmill. So he stops, <laughs> so he stops breathing so hard. <laughs> what if I just like breathe breast breast to like that on the podcast, like the whole time, just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to call uh, Taz Taz. That's his, that's it. Taz fast is uh, Taz. Oh, hey Taz. Yeah. So that's about it. Yeah. I hope the beep earlier turned out okay. Nah, that'd be fine. I didn't want to actually say the word just in case we missed it. Yeah. You know. So I kind of I I might have fudged that one up a little bit. No, it's okay. I should have said fudge. Then, then, then who cares? Yeah. Oh, fudge. Oh, fudge. I didn't say fudge. I said the big one. Yeah. Christmas story, right? <laughs> that's Christmas story. Yeah, Christmas story. Gosh, that's so awesome. Okay, one quick one before we go. Steve RC wants to know, is the F2 body also good for the uh, for the buggy? Yeah, no, I, I use that on my buggy. It's right here. See, look at it. That's Yeah, that's the F2. That's the one I would recommend. Yeah, I use F2 body. I use F2 body on my truck. Everybody says it's ugly. I think this body's sweet. I like this body. I really do. I think everybody thinks it's ugly because it's got that giant front end on it. Yeah, I like it. I but like I, the way it looks. But I kind of like it. You're going to like the way your F2 truck body looks. It looks I mean. It. it looks really mean. So. Yeah, yeah, like me. Mm. Good. <laughs> All right, well, this show, as always, was brought to you by Pivot Lending Group, and you can find them at pivotlending.com. Mention our show. Get uh, 0.125 off your interest rate or $500 lender credit. Make sure you get a hold of Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad. Got some got some cool stuff coming in the pipe. So if you haven't become a Patreon member, you know, we're not asking for a lot. Hey, you're going to wish you were on this next one. I'm working on some stuff that's going to be a Patreon-only sort of thing for a period of time. So if you want to get on there, it wouldn't be a bad idea. There will be an after-hour show this Thursday since uh, I got nothing else better to do. Hobbyplex After Hours with Alex Sturgeon. Thursdays at 9 p.m. on YouTube. And then uh, this this weekend's the Saturday Truck Series Finals. So Yeah, building my truck shocks right here in my big concept shocky thing. Nice. We're going to have, uh, I got trophies ordered for the top three. Nice. And, we uh, have them this weekend? Yeah, they look really good. They look really good. Are they cups or what are they? No, they're little trophies. I didn't get big trophies. Big trophies are like expensive and we just charged everybody regular price racing. So, uh, yeah, but it's something cool to have top three in each class. So it'll, it'll be good. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, this was a long show. We spent a lot of time on Brian. Yeah. And we spent a lot of time on Applebee's and Hooters. Yeah. But Hey, you know, we're, we spent a lot less time than we were there. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> F you, Brian. <laughs> All right, we got to go. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>